here to explore how history, shadows, and unexplained noises have invaded our nightmares and inspired our storytelling. Welcome to Ghost Ridden. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, Hannah. So, if you haven't yet noticed, we don't have a Brandon today. Brandon is dealing with some some life stuff, so he's taking a couple weeks off. But we have my badass friend, Phoebe. Hi. Um, if you are on our Patreon, you we get, did a bonus episode with her. It was like our first bonus episode, actually. Yeah. I think it was. Phoebe's so. rad. We've had stories from her on a couple of different listener stories episode. I talk about her all the time because she's awesome. Yeah. You're cute and sweet. She's my spooky dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she also lives a road away from me. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful. For two seconds, we live right beside each other. Two seconds. And we yeah. didn't even know it. Well, Phoebe didn't know it. We no. weren't friends then yet. I had we, a very small baby at was. the time. You did a little bitty baby. And he just turned six. Yeah. She's the one that said she heard somebody walking up the stairs in my apartment before I moved in. Yeah, I did. I <gasps> called the landlord and everything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Every now and then I'm to here by myself and I'm like, mm. there's probably something upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> You're the uh-huh. reason I have to like look around the guest room. Every time I go in there. I'm so sorry. He checked it's it. It's fine. It was when it was fine. empty, too. So, I mean. Guest room is because we keep that door closed all the time. And that's where the attic access is. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Which makes I've no sense that they're all connected. I hope that. Are they all connected? I mean, oh, I yeah. Well, that, that's how I found out. Is he said, well, I guess it could be somebody crawling from another apartment over. I don't fucking like that were, at all. You know, the doors weren't tampered with. So yeah. how else would somebody get in there? But. It's fine. Both of my neighbors are too stupid to climb over now. So it's fine. That's good. But anyway, Phoebe is guest starring for this week and probably next too. And she's mm-hmm. been so nice and she researched for us. And hopefully I can do this story some justice. I specifically picked it because I love Brandon. And Brandon loves Bigfoot. Brandon. And this one is for Brandon. This is a big Bigfoot UFOs, men in black, lights in the sky, dogmen. It's got everything all in one. Yeah, I'm not going to go over everything because there's too much. Do you guys see why I love her yet? <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about Chestnut Ridge, which is a section of the Appalachian Mountains in Pennsylvania. Um, in the 1700s is when people first started staying there. It's got really great soil, and so it just sprung up. And there's all sorts of little villages dotting the area. Um, we're particularly going to talk about Kecksburg. 
Have you ever heard of the Kecksburg incident? I have not. Okay. This is a treat. <laughs> yes. Brandon's um, butt. This is for me. <laughs> yes. For both of you. But in particular, I was like, well, when Brandon was talking about Bigfoot and the men in black and he always gets so excited, I was like, when I see him at the next Hannah party we get to have, I'm <laughs> telling him about these this fucking Kecksburg incident. And yeah, then, he always brings up Indrid cold and it makes me want to barf. Oh, Indrid scares me. See, the aliens and stuff, that, that's what scares me. So, I get it. Well, we're going to talk about Kecksburg. And it originally, it's named after a family called the Kex. That was their last name. And they moved to Pennsylvania to sell sodas. Mm-hmm. But that is mm-hmm. not what they're famous okay. for. Um <laughs> Soda sucked. Soda fucking <laughs> sucked. But they got aliens and Bigfoot. Uh, on December 9th in 1969, a massive fireball was reported. It was seen by people in six different states, including Ohio and Detroit, in Canada as well. And hmm. um, like 20 something pilots reported, hey, there's some fucking shit in the sky. Like, <laughs> it's well documented that yeah. this occurred. Um, and debris was found in Michigan and in Ohio, uh, hot metallic stuff. And there were grass fires and something landed in Kecksburg. There was a sonic boom and, uh, it was felt all the way in, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is about 30 miles away from Kecksburg. And there was, it is. I mean, it had to have been huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there is seismic evidence of this. So, like, around the time the people said it happened, there's activity. So, we know something landed. Um, and radio stations in the area, when this thing hit the ground, they were reporting that it landed in Acme, which I guess is one of these little areas around Kecksburg. Yeah. But within an hour... Kecksburg was flooded with military. Just flooded. So for anybody that doesn't know, here in Appalachia, we have communities with inside towns. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, they're not actually towns. They're just areas that somebody yeah. chose, like, a street name and just made the whole area that area. <laughs> yeah. Like, they there's call a lot this, of them. Yeah. They call these little, like, dairy and uh Kecksburg, they call them villages in one thing and little townships in another because they're just mm. you know they spring up and then there's nothing and then but woods in between them you yeah know? and this ridge you know it's just forest a town forest a town so that's what Kecksburg is um and it you know how we feel about outsiders in Appalachia this was military <laughs> outsiders which is worse so they just show up and start flood. They end up taking up this one, over this one family's house, using their phone line and everything. The um, documentary I watched it's called uh, "Invasion on Chestnut Ridge," and it's by Seth Breedlove. Um, one of the guys he interviews is a little boy who grew up in that house, and he remembers mm-hmm. like men in black, dudes in white suits running around. It was all night. They were sent to bed really early because um, they just took over the house. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Um, so, it makes sense, though, that the military would show up in Kecksburg and not Acme because they see something in Kecksburg. Everybody mm-hmm. sees something crash in the woods. There's blue smoke and everything coming out. 
uh, and the military starts chasing people away because there had been a small group right before the military got there that went into the mm-hmm. woods and found what they claimed was a partially buried, like it had hit the ground and like been mm-hmm. partially buried, a uh, spacecraft shaped like an acorn with hieroglyphs around like the top of the cap of the acorn. Does that make I sense? I totally believe that they were people just like, we're going to go figure out what the fuck this is. Well, sure. This is yes, Appalachia. Yeah, and they got their shotguns. Mm-hmm. And they went and found- it was just a group of dads, too. Like, yep, I'm everybody's like, kids, stay in the damn house. And it's a bunch of dads with their shotguns and mm-hmm. possibly some whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just hit in the woods. Sadly, no cameras. That's what the oh, no. camera is. Definitely no, no cameras. It's a no, bunch of dads, gonna... Phoebe. <laughs> they're yeah. going to think about that. No. They remembered their flask. <laughs> don't remember it. the cameras yeah well um they end up getting chased away by the military uh threatened at gunpoint to go away from the area some people were um told radiation you're gonna get radiation poisoning get out of here mm-hmm. um the military also paid children to m- give other people bad directions to the spot so like because there were all these looky-loos coming yeah. from other towns <laughs> Like, oh, shit, something landed over here. We're going to go look at it. Let's poke it with a stick. They got sent to another part <laughs> of town by these children that were paid to give them bad directions. Um, let's see what my next part is, because I don't want to tell something wrong. Well, anyway. She's way more thorough than me or Brandon have <laughs> ever been as well. She's like, I just did all this research. I'm like, Phoebe, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll end up getting lost is what I'm afraid is going to happen. So I had to write it down. But um, sometime during the night, multiple families, different people in the town, they see the military haul out something large covered in a tarp on a flatbed truck. Mm-hmm. And see this movie. Yeah, I know. Right. The next day. The newspapers are reporting that a vessel has landed in the woods. But the military and the government say there was nothing found in the woods, so it was most likely a meteor. That's what the radio saying. I mean, saying. you would have found the meteor, but okay. Yeah, well, and the <laughs> meteor would have caused, like, based on other crashes in forests and stuff, meteors mm-hmm. landing, it causes major damage. Major yeah. damage. And uh, there just wasn't that. Like, there was some but no trees falling over, no, mm-hmm. you know, nothing like that. Um, and the newspapers end up changing their tune in town as well. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder. Um, so, yeah, the, the government found nothing. It's a meteor. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do we call well, those bootlickers? <laughs> yeah. Do what? And what do we call those bootlickers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're some definite bootlegging i bet they were scared shitless because if somebody was threatening me with a gun to get away from the spacecraft oh yeah that's just a meteor my bad <laughs> no way holy shit did you see that meteor guys that was fucking crazy <laughs> um luckily a gentleman uh named stan gordon was like holy shit a ufo landed in my town i'm gonna start a little society of people to keep up with these sort of things that happen. And so that was in 65. We're going to jump. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. We're going to jump forward a little bit. Just a little. To um, 1973. 
-hmm. in the same area, there was a wave of UFO and Bigfoot sightings. And I'm only going to go over a couple of those. Um, Okay, so let's see. Which one do I want to go over first? There are several little ones. Um, Flipping my pages here. (laughs) I'll get there. Um, One woman, here's her dog, just giving it hell outside. And she goes out and sees, um, let's see, a fiery silver anomaly is what she called it that Mm. then shoots off into space and this woman is ridiculed by everybody who knows her because i mean come on yeah (laughs) fiery silver anomaly um but not long after that two women in a car see a ufo up by like high tension electric lines Mm -hmm. it then dodges the electric lines to chase their vehicle oh no 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 I mean, you you know your car's not as fast as whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, right? You're, like, you're just random flying object. Yeah, you're waiting for death at that point. Oh. And I guess one of the women was really messed up afterward because she was so afraid. Um, there were tons of red, orange, and white lights seen over Kecksburg during this time. Um, and this hotline... Thanks goodness it was already established because they had a whole group of like teachers, police officers, firemen who were a part of it. And they mm-hmm. would get referrals from the police for these things so that it was taken down. There were so many that the police were like, we're going to give you this overflow huh. of these okay. sightings. And in particular with Bigfoot, they were seeing people were seeing three toed footprints, big three toed ape creatures, and they were causing damage to homes like one woman oh her dog's giving it hell another one and she goes outside in time to see something lift one end of her trailer up and she yells at it it drops it and goes and the trailer was just not back on its spot when the police came out so it Mm -hmm. had been lifted on one end um but the big one my favorite story (laughs) is um over a farm, there was this massive ball of red light. And, of course, a dad decides he's going to investigate it. It's only 100 <laughs> feet above the ground, and it looks like it's landing in his yard, in his farm out in these fields. But this dad, I don't want to say that he's not smart, but he wasn't very smart because he took two children with him. Oh, bad dad. Yeah, I think their names were like Nick and Dick or something, which, by the way, if your parents do that to you, they're twins. Your parents hate you. (laughs) Don't name your children rhyming names on purpose. Anyway. Especially Nick and Dick. (laughs) Nick and Dick. I mean, come on. Uh, So were they Nicholas and Richard and they called them Nick and Dick? Yeah, it's it's something like that. That's Nick and Dick. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can't love you. Um, <laughs> and then to send you with the neighbor. These aren't his kids. These are the neighbor children. The parents were like, yeah, you can go with Steve out here to investigate the giant fiery ball that's landed in his yard. No. I mean, these parents. Not the best. What year is this? This is 73. This is October mm-hmm. of 73. That's why there's so many serial killers in the 70s. <laughs> right. There's just, what the hell? 
all these children running loose. Um, the ball lands close to a fence line and it's pretty, pretty big, massive red glowing ball. Um, can you hear my cat clawing at the door like a maniac? Um, he wants in. He cannot because he'll tear my headphones out of my head or Matthew's head. Um, <laughs> he has no grace. Uh, and the guy decides it is wise, though, to take a shotgun with him. He takes some bullets and something he calls tracers, which I assume are flares because the way he talks about them later. Okay. Um, he gets within 75 feet of this ball and it's the middle of the night. And it's lit up bright as day. Nope. And he can see something come out of the ball. And it's fucking Bigfoot that comes what? out of the ball. <laughs> yes, hang on. <laughs> Bigfoot comes out of the ball. And there's the fence lines, right? And these are incredibly huh. tall fence posts. They're railroad ties. Okay. And he said this thing towered over it. I mean, it couldn't have been smaller than seven foot. He would have guessed taller. But, you know, he's quite a ways away when he fucking stops and stops the children. Hmm. And every post. Yeah, poor children. uh, Every post that the creature gets to, it makes this horrible baby wail. And another one comes out and approaches. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, there's two. So for every post he comes to. The other one, it makes its little cry, and the other one comes up to it. And this one's a little smaller. So they're making their way towards to where this dumbass and these children are. (laughs) And he can see their bright red glowing eyes. And I say dumbass, but I don't know how I would act in that situation. I just certainly know I would not have taken no children. Taking no kids. Yeah. (laughs) So the guy's like, I'm going to shoot at him. I just like (laughs) the, the Danny DeVito meme. And then I start shooting. That's what, exactly yeah. what I think of. I don't know why he decided to shoot. They weren't aggressive in any way. They were just scary. Uh, but he loads Isn't one of these tracers. God damn it, Google. Yeah. Uh, it, it's scary. Shoot it. He loads a tracer in it and shoots it over its head. And it sh- goes off like a flare. So that's why I assume this must be a flare that he's talking about. And the, the Sasquatch watches it. And then he shoots another one because it starts to continue to walk forward. It then, I guess, gets a mean look or whatever, reaches its hand behind itself. And it's and the guy described his arm as long as a table, like how it was able to reach back and like tell the other one to stop. It tells the other one to stop, holds it back and then makes another cry. And the tracer light just goes out. And for a second, it all goes dark. And mind you, it had just been all lit up like crazy. What I'm hearing is two, like, encounters of dads with kids. Right? That's exactly what I'm thinking. This is a mom. Are, this is a... And that are in this situation, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This, more yeah maybe two dads and, like, dad Sasquatch is like, let's talk to the locals, son. You can step forward now. It's safe to come this far. It's safe to come this far. Oh, shit, they're shooting at us. Stand back. That's what I was thinking, too. This is like a parent. Yeah. Um, And so... That scares the shit out of dude bro with the gun. So dude bro with the gun loads an actual few bullets in it and starts mm-hmm. shooting, shooting. And um, the space apes continue to move forward until the guy says he finally hits it, which he sounds like a stormtrooper or something. He can't fucking hit nothing. <laughs> he, 
he hits it and it makes like a plop sound like you're dropping a rock in the water is what he said it sounded like when it struck Mm -hmm. the critter the first one the big one and then they just turn the fuck around and go back to their vessel and it leaves Mm -mm. the police end up coming out and it's all still lit up the police officer that was on the scene said he could have sat down and read a newspaper in the field no explanation for why and uh while the guy was showing the police where it landed i guess he like hit his knees him or another person with them and like started having visions of the end of the world and was like had to be hospitalized and stuff afterward jesus yeah not pleasant um there were other sightings of a bigfoot with long white hair holding a glowing ball disappearing into the woods a craft coming over top of the forest and beaming it up so we're seeing all this alien bigfoot activity on chestnut ridge uh people were threatened by the men in black which i also know brandon loves the men in black (laughs) um one people one group had called the police to come and look at footprints left by a bigfoot signing like this woman had chased it off of her back porch Mm -hmm. and this guy with Ohio plates shows up dressed in all black, says he's there to take pictures, and he does. This other little boy is like, cool, I'm going to take pictures with this government official. And he gets his Polaroid, <laughs> <laughs> takes pictures. Uh, the dude grabs the camera from him, threatens him, destroys the picture, or puts the picture in his pocket, and then starts destroying the footprints. And tells mm-hmm. everybody not to tell anyone. This is one of the men in black experiences. When then they threaten the police, the dude gets in his car and almost flips it trying to peel out of there. But there are other men in black stories. I won't tell them all. I won't tell all of the. There's a bird story of some kind of bird creature. And the bro telling the story. Big bald guy. He's wearing like. So this this documentary, it's low budget. But damn, they tried their hardest. It sounds like they did. They did, but the little dude that's telling the story about the bird creature, he's wearing a Steelers shirt that they've blurted out, but only where he's standing. So, like, if he moves, you can read Steelers still. Um, I have the, the budget for the editing. Baby. Yeah, they very low budget. the The Bigfoot scene is hilarious. Um, there's a dude trying to go fishing, and he encounters a bro squatch. You, the animation's hilarious for that. Oh my God, there's animations. Yes. Um, oh yes. Uh, this is called Invasion on Chestnut Ridge. It's by Seth Breedlove. I love his stuff. There's a lot of heart in it, and they're all free on Amazon Prime, so anybody nice. can watch it. And Bedtime Stories also covers Kexburg and the Kexburg incident. Oh, do love Bedtime Stories. Yes, they have. Maybe the one that introduced theory. me to that one. Oh, yeah. I- I've listened to like all the bedtime stories. How did I miss this one? Well, it, it's a very short one. Um, they have a theory that it is a Nazi spacecraft that has traveled forward in time on accident, mm. which is nuts. But um, now in Kecksburg, they have a little festival celebrating when it landed. It's been on Unsolved Mysteries. It's not quite as mm. big, obviously, as Mothman. Yeah. It's not going to be. Nobody can beat Mothman. Right. But space apes. Space, space apes. Which is apparently not that wild of a theory 
Um, there are people who completely apart from Kecksburg, um, there's this guy named Peter Leeson, and he's an economist. And I don't know doesn't why that like makes him name. a credible source. Huh? <laughs> so that doesn't sound like a real name. <laughs> That's his name, he says. And he's an economist. And I guess, I don't know. But he has done research and basically correlated like UFO calls and Bigfoot calls. And the top six, well, let's see. The top 10 for both Bigfoot and UFO, there's six mm-hmm. states shared hmm. with the the calls. So like Alaska and, you know, which, you know, Nome, Alaska has a lot of uh, UFO sightings. And then they've got mm-hmm. Bigfoot all over Alaska, supposedly. So that's interesting as well. But um, I kind of like the idea. I really, I really, I never heard the Neanderthal theory until. Oh, the Neanderthal later. ghost? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But See, I've never thought that, about Bigfoot being a, an alien for some reason. I hadn't either. But, buddy, if it's not that they're Neanderthal ghosts, I want them to be aliens. Right? God, I hope Yes, that is hilarious. So, your descri- yeah. the description of uh, the Bigfoot coming out of the um, flying vessel, whatever, is really interesting. Because have you ever listened to Bigfoot Chronicles or no. Sasquatch Chronicles? It's a podcast. No. It's really good. It's like a call-in podcast. So, people mm-hmm. call in and tell them their Bigfoot stories. Oh yeah, I have this weird obsession. I can't listen to it with Tyler because it's all a bunch of like hunter dudes that are telling their <laughs> stories. And they're like, "Yeah, wilds out in the woods," and, burp, and Tyler's like, burp, 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 burp. "And I'm like, shut up, Yankee! Don't make fun of them. Nobody asks for your opinion. Listen." And they're the but ones they all describe feet. Bigfoot as way bigger than like we would imagine them. Oh yeah, and, like, massive picture of Bigfoot, and you're like, ah, it's like so tall, maybe, yeah. But they're like they they describe them as absolutely massive, massive. and their screams and stuff. They kind of described it the same way, so that's that's cool. Yeah, I've never heard it described as like a baby cry, until yeah. But I have heard it described as like uh, a woman screaming or like a yeah. scream that's disturbing. But you know, you hear bobcats, and they sound like some. You mean the wampus like, cat? Yes. Uh, <laughs> They sound like somebody's being murdered. So it's not that odd, I guess, that it would be yeah. compared to a baby, but the well, baby owls out. not screech owls, is it? Well, screech owls do screech. Screech owls do screech, but there's another one. Is it the barn owl? Barn owls make weird noises as well. Yeah, they make some crazy ass noises if you're and out the in the middle orange fellows. Yeah. If you're out in the middle of somewhere by yourself and you hear an owl, you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> It's terrifying. You, you know, you you try to as- make a louder noise if it's really close to you, just so it won't come in your direction. You mm-hmm. hope you'll steer whatever creature made that away, right? But otherwise, you just get the fuck out of that spot. <laughs> yeah, no. I, these people go in to check it out. Like I, I wish I were bold enough, but I know that I'm not. Would you be bold enough if I were with you, egging you on? Probably. Yeah, see. I bet if it um, was me and you, we would go. I cave to peer pressure pretty easily. I do. <laughs> I'd be like, Phoebe, come on. Like, I'm afraid I don't want to go by myself, but we should go together. And, buddy, I'm not forgetting my fucking camera. There's no, we'll no take way. the camera and we'll take a baseball bat. Like, we'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good. We'll be fine. 
I've had the same baseball bat I used as a weapon to go and check things out or chase things away since I was a child. I've had it by my door forever, so yeah, it's ready see, to go. Good protection. Mm-hmm. Got one by my bed. See, we've got this. Yeah. If need be, we'll tape the camera to the baseball bat to like it could go reach. pro that action as we beat yeah. the hell out of it. Although yeah. I don't think I could take a Sasquatch. Probably not, but it would make you feel better as we were walking through the woods to have a baseball bat, wouldn't it? It would. You can't just pick up a branch because that bitch might break. But like, yeah, yeah, you got to have something like it's got to be st- sturdy to take. We'll on. make a. We'll make our Bigfoot plan. Where would we go? I want to go to Chestnut Ridge. I'm like, this sounds awesome. It's rad. not that far away. It's really not that far away. No, not at all. Let's go Bigfoot hunting. Did you know that Rob Lowe is obsessed with Bigfoot? I believe it. He seems really chill. He has a show. He hunts Bigfoot with his children. No! What is it on? I don't even remember. My dad was telling me about it and I was looking it up. Rob Lowe is obsessed with Bigfoot and he hunts Bigfoot with his kids. That is excellent. Yeah. <sighs> He's he so apparently handsome. had a, a... He saw one and has been obsessed with him since. Yeah, he, seems, yep. he seems like he'd be a good time. I don't yeah. know how safe i would feel with rob Lowe. oh no i would not feel safe at all with rob Lowe. no Mm -mm. but i'd probably go hunting bigfoot with rob Lowe if he asked i'd definitely go i would not feel safe no i'd take you with me but he's taking his children well his children are adults now though aren't they're adults oh okay so this isn't like dumb dad they're not no this is not dumb dad he has adult children i i could not like his sons like fucking 12 years old i think is what it says it is and the guy telling the story how you guys want to go over there and see what that is and the parents are like yeah that's fine yeah be back later children no 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 way and then the the men in black thing i I don't like i don't like the idea of uh, government cover-ups no they're very unsettling to me and no, I'm sure there are tons and tons of them, but I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-mm. And even if it, even if let's say that it wasn't a meteor, like there was theories for a while that it was a downed Russian satellite that was supposed scheduled to crash, but that landed in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So they know that it wasn't that, but like let's say it's something like that, like just tell people what it is and then we're not going to have all these nutso conspiracy theories about fucking Bigfoot <laughs> right. space to visit um and then and the men in black you thing won't be on me. podcasts like this right are they nefarious are they good guys and then supposedly they've been seen in vehicles with the black-eyed children have you heard that i haven't heard of the men in black with the black-eyed children no but i don't like that that suggests they communicate with each other, that they speak, that there's they ha- there must be some way that they're communicating. I don't like that. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this maybe the black the men in black are the ones that the black eyed children are trying to call. Maybe their parents, but then like just imagine the men in black mm-hmm. rolling up to the black eyed children's lair. Get in, bitches. <laughs> Get in, bitches. Locals. Yeah, like what? You can go fuck with some people. <laughs> I don't get it. I hate the idea of black-eyed children. I really, really, really want a cabin in the middle of the woods to live in. 
But I don't think I'd ever stay alone. No. <laughs> if I ever had to be alone, I'd be like, baby, you want to come to my house? We're going to sleep in the living room. <laughs> and watch period romances and drink. It'd be perfect. Drink way too much tequila. And not answer the door. For and not answer the door at all. No. Especially you're children. not calling, we're not answering the door. No, no way. Mm-mm. And then well, I'd maybe. be like, don't let your motherly instincts take you take this over. Like, we're not answering the door for those little kid voices. We're gonna call the cops. The cops can come take care of the children. True. I but that uh, that would be my weakness, would be the children. I know, and I'd have to like sit on you. Be like, no. Nope. <laughs> One of the kids is like, but mommy, you can be my mom. I'm like, no, no, call the cops. <laughs> Stay is- by the door. The cops will be here soon. We're not answering the door. Stuff we don't know you. Under the door. Juice you didn't call for Sierra. Yeah, right. <laughs> Toss them from an upstairs window. Yeah. Like, okay. we're lowering snacks. <laughs> Stay where you're at. Would you even open a window, though? I don't, I don't know. know. If, they, if, they had, if I did look out. And they had black eyes. And there were men in black in a car behind them. <laughs> oh, no. fuck no. No, no, no. Bigfoot waiting. Mm-mm. Floating lights. I just cannot believe the amount of things in this area. It's there's like, so much stuff. I guess there's ghosts, too. Which I, it didn't even go into the ghost issues on Chestnut Ridge. Uh, I specifically wanted to go Bigfoot route for Brandon. But maybe I should have dug into the ghosts. Oh, but. we're getting into the ghosts. <gasps> Listen, Brandon's out for a couple weeks. We're going to spend two episodes on the same area. It's fine. <laughs> Do the ghosts. I don't even care. We're going to talk about ghosts next week. If yeah. there's any information. Yeah, that's a problem. It was really hard to find info. Um, like, basically, it's the same stories told over and over again. Because this hotline yeah. doesn't just release people's information unless they want it released. Yeah. So. That's a Which lot I'm of the same issues with stories. Is that we oh. just find the same story released over and over again. Usually you can find like the original story and then find it a million other times that somebody else just like changed a couple words and which is delightful. It's yeah. getting into the you know old folk tale. Once it starts getting added to, I love yep. that. I love it. Which I guess why we're Oh crap. I had the date for like the first um Bigfoot encounter, and it's like way back in the 1800s in the united states like way back and they oh. call them the great man apes in that area the great man apes and i guess yes. like the natives had and indigenous peoples had stuff to say about it but it's wild i don't want i didn't want to tell did. everything because i want to encourage people to watch the documentary watch yeah. the bedtime story uh youtube video on it it's really interesting you want I wonder if they only the did the, be- the YouTube story and not the podcast episode for bedtime stories. I don't know. I don't do the podcast. I just do the. Let's I do the podcast because I listen to podcasts while I get ready and like cook. Well, I know that their mm-hmm. podcasts are behind on oh, is it? videos. Yeah, because the YouTube came mm-hmm. first, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and so they're like transferring it. What's Did I go fun? too fast? I'm sorry if I talk no, too fast. No, it's fine. You're fine. Have you met I can't me? be Brandon. Jesus, Listen, he's so dramatic and just... He's so good at it. The, the pauses. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man, he's great. I'm thinking, I'm going to pause, too. And then I know I didn't. I just went... It's fine. I just word vomit the story, and I'm like, oh, that's all I got. 
that's it. It's over. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it's not though, because you should go and watch. It's free on Amazon Prime, and he has a bunch of other ones. Um, I mean, if it wasn't free on Amazon Prime, I'll have your login. <laughs> right. Well, and I have the Invasion on Chestnut Ridge to just hand you. I bought that one. I have met him at CryptidCon. That's how I found him. Yes, and he's adorable. And and hopefully now, if it turns out like with every celebrity or person I end up liking that they're a shit. That's not my fault. I didn't know. That. <laughs> it's not not your fault at all. But uh, his his documentaries are great, and this one is really really good. And I love listening to the accents and people talking about you know putting EDs on like oh we were real shooked and they took it and like you know Pennsylvania yeah. they add in EDs where they don't belong. And I just I love it. It's delightful. Definitely Pennsylvania, recommend it. Appalachia. It all just yeah. Did I say I Pennsylvania? It. Yeah. Okay, good. It's like, did I say the wrong place? But yeah, no. <laughs> I'm so nervous right now. I'm shaking a little. I'm playing my ring to hide it. But, um, you're fine, beeps. This is not live. I know. But if I, if I fuck it up and we have to redo it, or I no, forget, we're not redoing we're, anything. We no, we're not. <laughs> we're not even taking this part out. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> download this and I'm gonna attach the <laughs> intro perfect thanks to the world brandon is the the big uh editor like mm, i got intros i'm gonna slap that sucker on there and go about my business nice did did let's see i think i did it all i think i went over everything oh my gosh well, alien I think that means we're done i think it does too i'm sorry <laughs> I think we I think we reached out with us, so it's good. Yay! If you good. guys are interested in more ghost written, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at, at ghostwrittenpod. Uh, our email is ghostwrittenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to be like Phoebe and send us your stories, you can do that on any of those platforms. Please be like Phoebe. Be like Phoebe. <laughs> Give them. Hand them over. And thanks, Phoebe, for being our guest this week and no probably next week, too. Yay. You want to make spooky intro outro noises? I will try my best. Yeah. Go. Ooh. Bye, guys. <laughs>